What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the How to Vegan podcast. My name is Kristen Pound, and I'm the host of this very podcast that you're listening to, and I'm so glad that you're listening right now. I feel like I've said this the past, like, several times I've recorded a podcast, but it has been a hot minute since I have at least been doing regularly scheduled podcasts, and there's reasons for that. I work for a music festival that happens in March, and pretty much all of February and March is really focused on the music festival and getting everything finished for that. I do artist hospitality stuff, and it's so much fun, but it takes up so much time. So I really kind of take those two months off to really focus on that so I can dive headfirst and be really present, but that means come April, y'all are getting more regularly scheduled podcasts, and I'm really excited about it because I really, really miss it. I miss making content for you guys on my YouTube channel, on this podcast channel, wherever you're listening to this. I miss connecting with you guys. I miss researching and giving you guys information, so I'm stoked to be back. I That little break is kind of refreshing for me, and now I'm like ready to hit it. So the plan for now, just so you guys know, is to get a podcast out every other week. I'd love to do it weekly, but I really want to make sure that I'm like putting enough time and effort and just energy into the research and not just putting a podcast out to put it out, but I want to make sure that they're really well thought out and well researched and all of that stuff. It's really important to me. Um, I think a lot of new vegans listen to this, a lot of aspiring vegans, and I'm not trying to like put out misinformation just to put out content regularly. Like that's not what this is about. So planning on every other week as for now, and hopefully we can amp that up as things start kind of rolling along and maybe I get an editor or an assistant or something like that. But we're back. I'm back. So get ready for more episodes. And if you have any recommendations for an episode idea or something you really want to hear, then head on over to the YouTube channel for this podcast. It's just How to Vegan Podcast. Type that in on YouTube, find the channel, pick a video, maybe this one, and be like, hey, I love an episode on this and I'll add it to my list. I've got lots of episode ideas for you guys and yeah, I'm just really excited to be back. So thank you so much for listening and tuning in and all of that jazz. I'm just really, I'm really stoked. So I hope you guys have been doing good. I hope you all have been doing well. Something I really wanted to kind of like promote and put out there just so you guys are aware that it exists um, is because it's fairly new is the How to Vegan Podcast Instagram account. It's just How to Vegan Podcast. Go follow it. Hit that little follow button. Leave me a little comment. Let me know that you're there. Let me know you why you subscribed, how you found the podcast. I love connecting with people on Instagram. It's just such a good platform for that. So go find How to Vegan Podcast and um, follow it. Follow that account. There's going to be lots more stuff on there and and all of that. So go do that. And then another great way to kind of share this this podcast with people that might not know about it is when you're listening to the podcast, if you're on your phone, take a screenshot and then share it on Instagram. Tag me, Kristen.pound, tag How to Vegan Podcast, and I'll totally share it and give you a little love that way too. But it's a really good way to kind of help me spread the word of veganism and snap a little screenshot. I don't know. I like when you guys do that because I know you've been listening to my episodes. So if you're listening right now, take a screenshot, go share it on Instagram and tag me. Yeah. So thank you for doing that. So if this is your first time tuning into the How to Vegan podcast, then make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast listening platform. So whether that's iTunes or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or YouTube, where all of the unedited video versions live. Yes, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, this is unedited. And if you're not watching this on YouTube right now, and you want to watch an unedited video version, then go check it out. That's what's happening down on the YouTube channel. So go go find that if you're into that stuff. I like video, so I like YouTube. So that, that exists if y'all are interested and need another place to kind of connect. It's a great place to ask me questions and all that stuff. So, and if you ever just need a jumping off point and can't remember where to go, just head to my website, kristenpound.com and click on the podcast tab. You'll find everything you need there, or you can just head straight straight there by typing in kristenpound.com forward slash podcast. All the episodes there are there. All of the links for everything I mention are there. Everything's there. So if you're just like, ah, where do I find it? You can, you can head to my website and click on the podcast tab and you'll find it all. I got you. 
And if you'd like to support the podcast for completely 157% free for you, for everybody, then click on the Amazon link in the description or the show notes, wherever you're kind of watching kind of depends. But again, over on my website, there will there's just a little link that's like support this channel or support me by using this Amazon link. Anytime you shop on Amazon, you don't have to buy the stuff on my favorites list, but anytime you shop on Amazon, if you want to help like kick me back a couple pennies from your purchase, then sign in like using that link and it'll just kick me a little bit like pennies on your purchase, but a little bit adds up and it's a nice easy way to support the podcast because this is totally free for you guys and I don't mind that. I like doing this, um, but any support that I can get is really helpful. So thank you to guys. Thank you to guys. So thank you to those of you who use my Amazon link. It really, really, really means so much to me. And if you really love the podcast, then please head on over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and a review. It helps so much. And that also means so much to me more than you using my Amazon link. That's just like, hey, help me out if you can. Not a big deal great if you do, but please, if you haven't yet, go to iTunes, go to Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating, leave a review, and it just helps kind of more people see the podcast. It kind of bumps it up in their rankings, so please go do that. Quite a few of you have done it, and I love it, and um, I'm going to start sharing more of those like little reviews on the Instagram and stuff, so go leave me a review. It would mean so much to me. All right, so today's episode. I'm really excited because I've been wanting to do this episode for a hot minute. I probably should have mentioned what the episode was at the beginning of the episode, but y'all probably already know what it is because of the title of the episode. So episode, what's it about? My top 10 favorite vegan cookbooks of all time. This is one of the questions I get like when I, you know, someone's first like, I want to go vegan. What cookbook should I get? You know, what do I do? I don't know how to cook. There's so many blogs, but I like physical cookbooks and I'm that same way too. If you like blogs and all that stuff, I'll probably do an episode on like my favorite vegan blogs and recipe sites. But for right now, for me, I'm not physical. I like the book. I like, I like it. I like books so much. So cookbooks for me are just something that were really helpful when I was going vegan. And I get that question again all the time. Like, well, what cookbook should I get? I got you. That's what this episode is all about. My top 10 vegan cookbooks. So I'm really excited to share with you my top 10 vegan cookbooks and why I like them. And hopefully y'all will get a little inspiration and we'll maybe get some of these cookbooks or maybe you have some of them and haven't really opened them and all that jazz. So I, they're not really in any order, um, a little bit kind of, um, because I kind of wanted to talk about my favorite ones first. But just so you guys know, all of the links for each of their websites are going to be in the show notes as well as an Amazon link. So if you want to buy this cookbook, if you like hear me talk about it and you're like, oh shit, I need that, then there'll be a little Amazon link. Again, that link is an affiliate link. So if you use that link and then whatever you buy on that little purchase, if you buy this cookbook, I'll get a little bit of like cents um, from Amazon for that through their little Amazon influencer program. So I appreciate you guys for, for doing that. So if you want to buy the cookbook, um, there's a little Amazon link for it. And if you don't want to buy it, which is totally chill, um, then go see if your library has it. That's what I did. I, when I first went vegan, I just went and checked out a ton of cookbooks at the library. And that's what I did even for some of these that I'm going to show you guys today because I don't have every single one of them. So library is your best friend. And it's really, it's really a lot better for the environment. You're not buying a new cookbook. So if it's not something that you just need to have on hand all the time, then check them out from your library and kind of go from there. So it's a nice little kind of like less waste option if you're into these cookbooks and don't want to buy them um, brand new. But if you do, I'll have the links for all of them in the show notes. All right, let's just get into it. I think that's enough of an intro. Um, yeah, let's just get into it. Okay, I've got them right here next to me. So if you're watching the video, then you are going to get a little bit of like visual stimulation. I don't really have visuals ever. I don't have things to show you, but I have cookbooks today. So if you want to watch, like if you want to see me flip through these or whatever in real time as I'm doing it and you don't want to just hear me talk about it, then again, just go check out How to Vegan Podcast on YouTube. I have a completely separate channel for the podcast and you can see kind of pictures and things that I'm showing people. So you're not like, what is she doing? I can't see what she's doing. I'm showing the camera <laughs> for YouTube. But if you're listening on just your headphones or whatever in your car, then you're totally cool too. Cause I'm going to explain everything that I'm talking about. 
Okay, let me drink a sip of water and we'll get right into my top 10 vegan cookbooks. Okay, so the first cookbook, and I would have to say this is my favorite of all time, is called But I Could Never Go Vegan. It is by Christy Turner, and it is amazing. Look at that picture on the front. Mm, so good. So good. This is literally my favorite cookbook, I think. So it's 125 recipes that prove you can live without cheese. It's not all about rabbit food, and your friends will still come over for dinner. This book is for those considering the journey and for those who have already started down the path, be it yesterday or 70 years ago. And like I said, this is definitely like my top, probably my top favorite. Um, I absolutely love her chapter titles. She has one called Where Would I Get My Protein? I Could Never Give Up Cheese. And she has another one called Just Thinking About Salad Makes Me Yawn. So kind of stuff that people would say to you, like if you're vegan, like I could never go vegan. Ugh, all you eat is salad. Like I could never give up cheese. She kind of addresses each one of those kind of complaints or, or issues in each chapter, which is really cool. I like that. Um, instead of just organized by like breakfast, lunch, dinner, kind of a cool way to do it. And I actually gave this cookbook away to one of my best friends for Christmas and a couple of years ago, and I hadn't had it in so long. So for this episode, mostly to do research, I tried to get it out from the library, but it was like weeks till I could get it. So I went and bought this because I love it so much. So, so, so much. So this is a really, really, really good cookbook. Um, her website is called Keeping It Kind. Um, and she has some really like simple recipes in here and then some that are a bit more difficult, but they're totally worth it. Um, if you guys hear like sound, like page flipping, that's me going through the cookbook. So I'm, I like highlighted and marked some of my favorite recipes in the cookbook. So I'm just going to kind of like go through them a little bit and tell you some of my faves in there. So you kind of have an idea of what, what kind of recipes are in here. So this is something I've made before and it's delicious. It's called sunflower sausage and it's made from sunflower seeds and some other pretty simple ingredients and it tastes so good. Like breakfast sausage, like, uh, I don't know if you guys are going to be able to see these pictures super well on YouTube um, because I don't know about the focus with my face and everything, but I'm trying to do, I'll try to do my best to show you. But yeah, that one is a really good recipe. I love that one. Let's see what else do I have in here marked because, oh man, such good stuff. Ooh, balsamic baked pears with cashew blue cheese. She has an amazing recipe for cashew blue cheese. So good. Highly recommend this cookbook. She's got just, oh, such good recipes. Let's see. Oh, I really want to make this. It's called a savory corn cheesecake with cilantro pepita dressing. I like need that in my life. It looks so good. Oh my God. It's like a savory cheesecake. I um, Why have I never made that before? Need to make that. ASAP. So she's got some like really creative recipes, um, more kind of on the healthy side, but then there's definitely some indulgent ones too. Ooh, this sounds so good. Why have I never made this before? Spinach artichoke soup, you know, like spinach artichoke dip, but it's a soup version of it, like in a bread bowl. Like, uh, what? Not fair. That sounds so good. I'm so glad I have this cookbook back. The seitan Reuben pizza with caraway seed crust. So it's like a Reuben pizza. That's the kind of recipes we're working with here. And it sounds, they all sound super, super good. Even her desserts are amazing. Like salted caramel peanut butter bars, flourless chocolate decadence cake. Oh, so good. Like literally so good. My favorite one. If you, if you're going to get anything and you're brand new vegan, get that because you'll, you'll really have some recipes that are simple, but then some that can really like impress your friends or company or whatever like that. So number two on my list is called Isa Does It by Isa Chandra Mouskovitz. Mm. This is taped up because I've used it so many times that it started falling apart. <laughs> um, this is such a good cookbook. Oh man. I love this. So, oh yeah, I was going to tell you guys the year these were published because I think that's kind of helpful. So that, but I can never go vegan by Christy Turner was published in 2014. This one was 2013. So the year before it's so good. Oh, Issa, Issa is one of the best. She, she's just, she's kind of like the queen of vegan cooking. And this cookbook in particular is full of amazingly easy, wildly delicious vegan recipes for every day of the week. 
Um, it includes a lot of like from scratch vegan meals made easy. So it's all from scratch, but it's like made easy, which is lit. And she, like I said, she's just like the queen of vegan cooking. Her Instagram is amazing. She is also the author of Veganomicon, which was, which came out in 2007. So that was like one of the first vegan cookbooks that's like just chock full of awesome stuff. It's amazing. But I, and I have it, but I don't use it that often because there aren't pictures next to the recipe. And like, I just, I like the pictures and I know a lot of people want the pictures. So yeah, I like seeing the pictures. So this Issa Does It has, has really great pictures, but Veganomicon is dope as well. But there, I, I like the pictures. She has two restaurants and they're both called Modern Love. One of them's in Omaha and the other one's in Brooklyn. So if you're in those areas, go check her restaurant out because, oh my God, I wish I, oh, I wish I could eat there because all of her food looks so good. And she's just super real and funny and her cookbooks are just so fun to read, like the little descriptions. And her recipes always taste amazing. Like, I I don't think I've really had one of her recipes where I'm like, mm, this needs to be really kind of like adjusted. And they're usually nothing too fancy. Some of them, you know, can kind of fancy them up. But they're pretty, like, simple, but so fucking good. Like, everything that I've made out of her cookbook, cookbooks, really, has just been spot on. We must have, like, super similar flavor profiles on our tongues because mm, her recipes just, I just, she, they just, she just gets me. Um, and the recipes call for pretty simple, easy to find ingredients, which is really helpful. And the photos are so pretty and appealing, like I said, which just really, really helps. And it's been a while since I flipped through this cookbook too. And oh my God, I want to make everything in here. Like, yeah, this is definitely one of my favorites of all time. Like I've had this for so long. It's so dirty. <laughs> Let me show you some of the recipes in here, or at least try to. So one of the things I've made this before, this New England clam chowder. Oh, so good. So if you're missing that at all. We got one in here for you. It is so good. It's like chewy and creamy and everything you would want out of a clam chowder. Mm. Her pictures are so beautiful too. Sorry if you can't hear me I'm trying to flip through this at the same time. Let's see, what else in here did I mark to tell you guys? Ooh, this is one of my favorites. This is like one of the first things I made when I went vegan and I was like, oh my God, everybody should go vegan. Um, tempeh meatballs and spaghetti. Oh, it's so good. You just get like tempeh and then make them into like meatballs like you normally would. And they're so flavorful and so just have such a good texture and just that's such a good recipe for people that are transitioning to veganism and still want kind of like the same traditional type recipes, but don't know how to make them. So that's that one's one of my favorites. Definitely kid approved. This looks so good. I want to make this like ASAP. It's called Dilly Stew with Rosemary Dumplings. Like, look at this. The dumplings are on top of the stew and you cook them in there like, mm but just sounds so good. Like dilly stew with rosemary dumplings, not fair. Ooh, this is one of my favorites. Roasty soba bowl with miso tahini dressing. It's like a cold bowl with some roasted roasted um, cauliflower and a yummy dressing. And this is just so, so good. Like I was, that was one that I made that I was kind of like, I don't know if this is going to be very good. And oh, the flavors just go together so well. Scrambled chickpeas. So if you're not a tofu fan, we've got a scrambled chickpea recipe in here for you guys, which is similar flavors, but uses chickpeas instead, which is nice. And do I have a dessert highlighted? I better. Oh, yes. These are so good. They kind of sound weird, but they're rosemary chocolate chip cookies. And oh my God, that flavor combination is where it's at. Oh, these are so good. I really want to make these again. I've made them once and I don't know why I haven't made them again, but they're rosemary chocolate chip cookies. And mm, I mean, those just look like regular chocolate chip cookies, but there's rosemary in there and they're hella good, I promise. So that one's definitely, definitely up there, way up there for me. So thanks, Isa. You are where you are. You just get me. So, um, okay. Number three, we have the Oshi Glows Cookbook by Angela Lidden. And this was uh, published in 2014, has over 100 vegan recipes to glow from the inside out with real whole food ingredients. Um, and she tells her story kind of in the beginning about um, how veganism and particularly eating a whole food diet helped her overcome a 10 year struggle with an eating disorder. And she's just really real and super relatable. And there's, a, there's lots of just delicious and healthy meals throughout the cookbook. And whenever possible, she makes a note of possible ingredient substitutions, which is really helpful. She also lets you know if the recipe is gluten-free, refined sugar-free, or sugar-free, soy-free, nut-free, grain-free, and or oil-free. A lot of these cookbooks do that, but she's really like on top of it. And just you can tell that she's aware of people's food sensitivities or allergies and makes it a little bit easier, which I really, really like. 
And she has a whole chapter dedicated to juices and smoothies, which mm, if you all know me, I love juices and I love smoothies. So I love that, like lots of recipes in there for that stuff. One of my favorite recipes in the land, all of the land, my friends love it so much. They ask me to make it all the time. And it's it's a good one to make, but if you have a lot of friends, I wouldn't recommend bringing it to a party because it'll be gone in like one second and then everyone's like, wait, are there more? They take a little bit of time to put together um, and, they don't, and like they don't make a ton, but oh, they're called Taco Fiesta Potato Crisps and they're so good. Like it's like a crispy potato with sour cream and like onions on top and like a walnut sausage, I believe. Oh my God. Oh my God. So good. Like it makes me, my mouth is watering looking at these right now. Like that's, this is probably my favorite recipe and it's so simple, but like something about that, that every bite is just so perfect. Like so fucking good. I do not understand why it's so good, but that recipe, page 85, if you have this cookbook, flip it to it, make them, you're going to want to eat like the entire batch that you make. Um, and her recipes are just so flavorful and really similar to the way I cook, which is one of the reasons I really like this. It's real whole foods ingredients, which is what makes my body feel the best. So I really, really like this. Um, and she really, when she was making this, she wanted to create recipes that could win over even the most devout meat lover. And if her recipes didn't please her husband, they didn't make the cut. And I've just been a huge fan of her for years. Her, her website is called Oh, She Glows. And oh, I just love her. So this is way up there on my on my list of cookbooks. So we've got those Taco Fiesta potato crisps, which like I said, they're so good. This I haven't made, but when I was flipping through this, I was like, I need to make this. It's called a protein power goddess bowl. It just looks so healthy and nutritious and delicious and full of all of the beautiful colors that you should be getting in your diet. So like I said, healthy, but satisfying. And that's just like the way that I cook. So I really like this. And the pictures in here are really beautiful too. She's got these salt and vinegar roasted chickpeas, which is like perfect little healthy snack. They get all crispy when you roast them in the oven and you can make them taste like salt and vinegar chips. So if you're into that, then well, that's a good recipe for you to try out if you're wanting to kind of make a switch to more whole foods. Because yeah, salt and vinegar chips are vegan usually. Are they good for you? Not really, but those are. And then this dessert... I love chocolate and I love cake, so sorry if there's lots of chocolate cake dessert recipes that I tell you about, but this is called Fudgy Mocha Pudding Cake. Mm, I haven't made it, but look at that. It looks so, like, decadent and thick and just, like, mm, moist and delicious. So this one is super, super good. Oh, She Glows Cookbook by Angela Lydon. Go get it if you don't have it yet. I'll have a link to purchase again if you're interested in any of these. All right, moving on to number four. Again, okay, they're kind of in order. Those were my top three. The rest of these are a little bit kind of like could be interchanged order-wise, but those are my top three, really. If you're wanting some cookbooks that just, mm, go get those. <laughs> so coming in at number four, I've got Mississippi Vegan Cookbook by Timothy Packron. Timothy Packron. I cannot say his name. <laughs> um, this came out last year. I got this for Christmas. So stoked about it. I haven't made anything from it, but I cannot wait because he's one of my favorite people to follow ever on the internet. He's amazing. And this cookbook is all about recipes and stories from a Southern boy's heart. He grew up on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, so his cookbook specializes in Cajun and Creole and Southern foods. Um, and most of his, if not all of his recipes, start with a cute little story about the recipe, which I love reading like cookbooks from like front to back. So I read all those little stories and they're just adorable and I love He's just got his good sense of humor and a good heart, and he's just such a fucking good guy. I love him. Um, so kind of a little quote that I wrote down that he kind of uses to explain his cookbook is is a little bit is, it's about more than a specific location. It's a constant celebration of delicious food, memories, and pride in growing and sourcing local produce. It's an exploration of nature and a constant search for beauty that exists in this world. So it's not just like Mississippi food. That's where he's from and it's kind of centered around that, but it's really just a celebration of all kinds of food. And he did all of the food and prop styling and all of the photography as well for the cookbook. And oh, my God, his photos are beautiful. He kind of has this like darker aesthetic. Um, you should go follow him on, on Instagram because his Instagram is awesome. He's so good at food photos and styling and just I love that he did it all himself. It's just such a beautiful different style cookbook than anything I've ever seen. Like such dark photos that are just 
really beautiful. So if you're into food photography and stuff like that, I think he even teaches classes. So um, such beautiful pictures in here. And he also really likes to forage for food, which I think is cool. So he like forage for mushrooms and stuff like that and use them in some of his recipes. And just every recipe in here sounds and looks delicious. And he even has a little chapter at the end titled Wellness. Um, it's at the very end of the book and it has like recipes for home-brewed herbal teas, a floral beard oil, and a calming face mist, which is just so cool. I think cookbooks should include more like recipes for beauty because you should be able to put what you're putting on your face, you should be able to essentially eat or else it's probably not good since your skin is absorbing it. So I love that he includes a chapter on that. And so yeah, his website's mississippivegan.com. Go find him on Instagram. He's adorable. His little IG stories just make me so happy. Some of the recipes that I highlighted in here, to tocan, toasted pecan waffles with bananas foster topping. I can't even like, look at those. Can you guys see those? Yeah. If you can, they might be kind of blurry. Sorry if they are, but you guys kind of get the gist. Go get the cookbook. That way, you know, <laughs> I, I was kind of wondering if I should try to show you guys or not. And then I'm like, you know what? I have a camera here. I'm going to try to show them. So sorry if there's a little background noise and me flipping around and a little more than that, more of that than normal. But I think it's worth it for people who want to watch it on YouTube and see kind of the pictures. So he also has a recipe for fried pickles, which, oh my God, I love fried pickles so much. Mm, I want to try to make those in my air fryer. Ooh, he has a recipe for Frito pie, which is just delicious. If you've never had Frito pie, you should. He has a recipe for classic gumbo. So if you're interested in a gumbo recipe that is just true to the South, then he has recipes like that all throughout here. He's posted a lot about this mushroom rigatoni casserole on his Instagram with a creamy garlic cheese sauce. And it looks so good. I really, really want to make this. It's got like the rigatoni pasta standing up and then he like fills it with everything and makes it all gooey and delicious and mm, he's just so smart i love his ideas blueberry barbecue tempeh just kind of like different so if you're wanting like a little bit something different than your normal cookbook get this one um he has a recipe for these highly sophisticated chocolate chip cookies with rosemary and pecans and other fun things he's really good friends with isa chandra moskovitz who wrote Isa does it cookbook that I really like. So I wonder if this was kind of inspired by her, the rosemary chocolate chip thing, but these cookies, they just look next level. They just look like mm, where it's at. So get this cookbook. If you're wanting something a little bit different, he's adorable. I would show you his picture, but it's not right yet readily available, but yes, go follow him and get that cookbook. If you're wanting something like a little more Southern vibey. Okay. Number five I have the Vegan 100 cookbook. I guess it's just called Vegan 100 by Gaz Oakley, aka Avant Garde Vegan. This guy is super sexy. So yeah, I love that his picture's right on the front. He's like tall. He has, mm, he's just super cute. So yeah, if you haven't, if you're not subscribed to his YouTube channel, it's called Avant Garde Vegan. His aesthetic is beautiful, similar kind of to Mississippi Vegan, kind of like a little bit darker. And mm, I just love I love him kind of creepily. It's such a good cookbook. Like really, I mean, I got this one for Christmas too, and I haven't made anything out of this specifically, but I've made some of his recipes off of his YouTube channel and everything turns out so, so good. So in this cookbook, there are over a hundred incredible recipes from avant-garde vegan. He's from the UK and he hopes that this book will help lots of people, new vegans, everyone who's thinking of going vegan and seasoned vegans who just want to get a little more adventurous in the kitchen. He really wanted to make sure that all of the recipes were simple enough for anyone to get right. So although some of the recipes may look long, and they do, they're really doable, according to Gaz. I haven't made anything out of this cookbook yet, but I plan to, and I'm really excited about it. But he, they look long, but apparently they're really doable. And kind of with anything that I found that once you make the recipe once, then the next time you make it, it's so much easier because you're not like, what was it? What was it? You kind of know. They do seem to be on the fancier side of things, though, just a heads up. So if you're wanting something, if you're like a brand new vegan and you're just wanting something a little more simple, I wouldn't recommend getting this like right off the bat. Check this out from the library and scope it out and see if it's something you'd like. If you've been vegan for a while and you're like, I need something to kind of step my game up or try something new get this because he's amazing and his recipes just look hella good. So yeah, this is one of the reasons that I've included on my top 10 list because I just think some of you might be looking for something like this. I know most of the people that listen to this podcast have been vegan or are brand new vegans or aspiring vegans, but I know some of y'all are listening that have been vegan for a long time. 
get this cookbook, check it out from the library or buy it if you if you want it. It's super good. It's 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 not your everyday fare, at least not for like most Americans, maybe in the UK it is. But for me, these recipes seem perfect for a special occasion. He even has some really stunning raw recipes spread throughout the cookbook, like a raw vegan lasagna. So if you're into raw food and need like like an elevated version of raw food, this is a good one for that. And like I said, the pictures in this cookbook are so stunning and his recipes always look so spot on and they're usually really appealing to like both vegans and non-vegans alike and like I said go check out his YouTube channel because it's just it's just where it's at it's just he's good to look at his food's good to look at and it's just yeah it's just a good channel it's like one of my favorites it's just so pleasing to to watch so let me show you some of the stuff that I kind of marked down in here his recipe or his um website. That's what it's called. His website is avantgardevegan.com. Um, so go check that if you want. And he has a YouTube channel too, but here's some examples of stuff he has. This is like a meltable mozzarella cheese. So he's got a mozzarella, a cream cheese, and a smoked paprika and sage cheese on this, on this page, which is just so cool. I love people making like delicious vegan cheeses and all of his stuff just sounds like the recipes themselves sound like they just would be exactly what you would want. Um, he has a recipe for the sage and apple breakfast sausage kind of like a homemade breakfast sausage situation. A lot of this stuff is like from scratch. Like I said, a little bit harder, but if you're looking just to wow someone, look at this peppery purple soup. Never have I seen a soup like that before. Look how pretty that is. It's so purple and beautiful. Chorizo style chili dogs. He makes his own little chili dogs, chorizo style. I love his photos. I have so many marked in here because I have never made anything out of here. Oh, this looks so good. Beetroot risotto with candied walnuts and beetroot crisps. I love beets. And that's just like so beautiful. I love the colors in that so much. Mm, sounds healthy and delicious and nutritious. Oh, he has a really good recipe. And I think this is up on his YouTube channel for fish and chips. So if you are missing fish and chips and you've been vegan for a minute, apparently these are amazing. And I miss fish and chips. Like I really do. I worked at a seafood, like a really nice seafood place. And I do, I just miss fish and chips. I liked it. So I'm going to have to try those. What else do we have in here? I should not be flipping through everything, but these every, like literally you're not going to want to stop flipping through these, through these cookbooks. Um, okay. A dessert that I wanted to show you of his, because this just sounds good is a New York style baked coconut and vanilla cheesecake with stewed rhubarb. Look how epic that looks <laughs> like you guys. What? It looks so good. Sorry if these are kind of blurry again, if these are blurry, my apologies. I don't have somebody helping me with the filming and it's kind of hard to, to know what it's focusing on. So Vegan 100 by Gaz Oakley. Pick that up if you haven't yet or go check it out from your library, at least to get some like good inspiration from um, or to look at some really beautiful food photos because his photos are beautiful. Okay, number six. I also haven't cooked anything out of this particular cookbook yet. Um, I got it for Christmas and I just, I love Hot for Food. So this is Vegan Comfort Classics by Lauren Toyota, aka Hot for Food. This came out in 2018. So yeah, I got this for Christmas and I, I've i made so many of her recipes before, but I don't think I've made anything like particularly out of her cookbook, but I'm going to. So it's 101 recipes to feed your face. And if you don't know about Hot for Food, then you are in for a treat. Lauren Toyota is a vegan kitchen magical wizard goddess and her YouTube channel and blog Hot for Food is full of so many amazing recipes. She's so creative and imaginative and her re recipes definitely reflect that. Like even on her YouTube channel, which is called Hot for Food, it's just the rest recipes she puts out every week. I'm like, how did you think of that? Or like, that is so smart. Or she'll think of a recipe and then be like, I want to make this and she'll test it a bunch and come up with something great. So she's just fun to watch her channel and I'm excited to dive into this cookbook a little bit more. Um, this cookbook is an arsenal of recipes that'll convince vegan naysayers that plant-based is the future of food. But I will be honest, her recipes sometimes can be a total hit or miss for me. Like a lot of times I'm like, yes, girl, these are good. And then other times I'll make a recipe and be like, that doesn't taste good. So, and that that's totally okay. Everyone has different taste buds and desires and that's part of the joy of cooking. Like you can tweak any of these recipes to fit your own needs or wants. But just a heads up, like some of her recipes, at least on her YouTube channel, I've made before like her cream cheese 
and been like, I don't, this is not good. So I've tweaked her recipes and I like using them kind of as like inspiration, but then I'll kind of usually add some more stuff and kind of put my own little twist on it, but really good YouTube channel. And I'm stoked on this cookbook. Um, I think she did all of like her food photo stuff and styling as well too. So, um, some of the stuff in here is quiche. She has like a mushroom and leek quiche. So if you're missing, missing that kind of stuff, she's got like stuff that like will, will be, will please any kind of like taste bud. So whether you're vegan or you're a omnivore, then she's got stuff kind of for everybody. So again, like people are like, Oh, you'll never have quiche again. Well, boom, she's got one for you. This looks so good. Southern fried cauliflower. Oh, it looks like like the fried chicken that you used to get at like Albertsons or like your little grocery store stand thing. I cannot wait to make that. It looks so like crispy and delicious. These Philly cheesesteaks. Are you joking me? Look at that. They look so good. Like so good. Like I love that about her recipes is that you can feed them to people who are not vegan and they'll, they probably won't even notice or they'll like them even more or they'll at least be like, oh shit, you can have whatever you want. You just have to be a little bit more creative about it. Um, this bacon mac and cheese skillet looks so good. Oh man, I'm so excited to make some of these now that I have a little more free time. Oh, this looks so good. I kind of want to make this for like Christmas this year. Um, waffle topped cottage pie. So it's kind of like a pot pie type deal. And then she tops it with like a potato waffle. It has like a gravy with it. Mm. Like you can't go wrong with that shit. It just sounds so good. Do I have a dessert in here? Oh, I, I like could mark everything in here. Her pictures are really beautiful. Oh yeah, this is the dessert I marked. A ra they're raspberry funfetti Pop-Tarts. Like who doesn't miss frosted Pop-Tarts? <laughs> and she has a recipe for them in here. Recipe for like frosted Pop-Tarts. So some fun stuff, some creative, creative stuff. Go check it out. Her uh, website is hotforfoodblog.com. But if you type in hot for food on YouTube, you'll find her. Okay, number seven, Vegan Christmas by Avant-Garde Vegan. This probably looks familiar because I just showed you the Vegan 100 cookbook by Gaz Oakley or Avant-Garde Vegan as well. This one came out last year, 2018, and it's all focused around Christmas, which is so, so cool. And kind of like any kind of holiday season, whatever you celebrate, I don't really give a shit about Christmas. I actually really don't like Christmas, but my friends celebrate it. My family celebrates it. And so it's nice to have some like options for that time of year. And this is just, it's just so, look at it. He's just so cute. Like, why is he so cute? I don't like it. It's so cute. <laughs> um, so this cookbook includes over 70 amazing recipes for the festive season. And let me tell you, there are some real showstoppers in this book. They're not your typical vegan holiday Pinterest recipes. It's not just like something that you see all the time. These are like different and beautiful. They will like probably like stun your guests in a good way. <laughs> and it's really focused on kind of like extravagant festive vegan food. And I really like the way he's broken up and titled the chapter. So he has like a chapter titled Christmas Morning, another one titled Centerpieces, another one titled All the Trimmings and Afters. So it's kind of like broken up into sections like that, um, which makes it nice and easy to kind of like keep organized in your head. And the recipes in this cookbook are like li literally sure to impress even your omnivorous friends. He even includes a chapter titled Leftovers with ideas on how to use your Christmas leftovers, which is so cool because leftovers are where it's at. I love leftovers. And he has another chapter titled Edible Gifts, which I absolutely love the idea of. I'm really trying to like reduce my waste and just consumption in general. So it's so cool that he has an edible gift chapter. I love that idea because then you can just eat your gift. Who doesn't want gift they can eat? So check out that cookbook if you're wanting something like a little bit more like elegant, fancy, festive. Like the recipes definitely seem a little more labor intensive. Um, but you know what? Like he's got this streaky bacon. I think this is up on his YouTube channel too. It's like one of his more popular recipes. It looks like bacon. I mean, it looks like how bacon looks. Oh my God. I have so many recipes marked in this book. <laughs> um, sweet potato waffles with sauteed mushrooms. That would be a good like breakfast. Sweet cranberry glazed barbecue ribs. It's like a recipe for ribs. I don't know if you can see that, but he has it in here. So if like your dad's like, well, we always have ribs for Christmas. Well, now you can, you can have them vegan and you don't have to kill a beautiful little innocent pig. Mmm, fish finger sliders with sriracha mayo. Who doesn't want like little fish finger sliders? Those sound so good. Mm, he has this on his YouTube channel and I want to really want to make these. They're smoked chili and rosemary dough ball fondue. 
you like bake everything together and then the sauce is in the middle and like oh it looks so good like that would be so good to like have like a holiday party bring that over and people would be so impressed he has a festive nut roast wreath um fluffy yorkshire puddings which is just definitely like a holiday staple at least it was at our house during christmas time and i have not had them since i've been vegan i haven't even found like a recipe that sounds halfway decent so i'm definitely gonna try those this year because i really kind of do miss those um he has a recipe for euros in here mm, i miss euros i really do so many so many good recipes i marked a ton of them in here i must want to make some fancy ass recipes creme brulee tartlets i miss creme brulee I feel like I'm saying I miss all this stuff. And that's the thing. Like this cookbook is a lot of stuff that like most vegan cookbooks don't have because they're a little bit more like time consuming and maybe a little bit more elaborate, but like so worth it, especially around the holidays when you have a little extra time to cook. And look at this chocolate orange raw cheesecake. This is like a raw cheesecake, chocolate orange cheesecake. Mm. Mm, I love that. Like I would always get a chocolate orange in my stocking and it's those two, like that flavor combination just reminds me of Christmas so much. So I really want to try that. I should make that this summer. Okay, number eight. And this should be higher up on the list. This is probably my four, number four. Could be in my top three, kind of depending on the day. But this is called Crazy Sexy Kitchen. I lost the, like, book jacket. I've had this for so long. Um, it's called Crazy Sexy Kitchen. It's by Chris Carr with uh, Chef Chad Sarno. And it came out in 2012. So I went vegan in 2011. This came out the next year, which is why it's just like one of my staples. It's been around for a long time and she cooks so similar to the, similarly to the way I cook. And it's just one of my go-tos. It's one of my favorites. It includes 150 plant-empowered recipes to ignite a mouthwatering revolution. You'll discover cooking tips, kitchen skills, time and money savers, tools of the trade, produce charts, and the tenets of the crazy sexy diet philosophy, plus all of the recipes. And if you aren't aware of her story, when she was 31 years old, she was diagnosed with cancer and given like a supposed expiration date. They're like, you are not going to survive this. Sorry. But she kind of took matters into her own hands and decided that she needed to fully participate in her well-being. And so she did. She started cooking consciously and compassionately for the health and happiness of her body and the world around her. And raw foods play a powerful role in the crazy sexy diet. So you'll find raw recipes sprinkled throughout the book, which if you're into that, that's this is a good book for that. The first part of the book dives real deep into the hows and whys of a healthy plant-based diet, which is so helpful. The second part of the book focuses on kitchen lingo, as well as an explanation of different ingredients and how to prepare them. And the last part is all about them recipes. So this is a really good cookbook if you're brand new to veganism and you want like really in-depth explanation of, of everything. Most of the cookbooks have sections in the beginning that like walk you through appliances you need, the explanation of how to cook beans and kind of those like kitchen staples that you need, um, pantry essentials, all that stuff. So most of these cookbooks, that's why I said I like to read them like front to back because they're full of so much good information. But this one, in this one in particular, especially it was for me because it came out right after I went vegan and it just was so helpful. And there's just a really good mix of super healthy and decadent, but not too unhealthy recipes. Like they taste decadent and super kind of bad for you, but they're not because she's really focused on her health and treating her body in the best way she can because she's, you know, she now says she's thriving with cancer, which is amazing. Um, I think she's in her four. I think she's, I think it's been 10 years since kind of this whole thing went down. I think she's right around like 41. I could be wrong. And at the back of the cookbook, she even includes a section called Magnificent Menus, which is so helpful. She breaks them down into sections like zero stress in 30 minutes or less, on the go grub, and Sunday brunch. So there's like little menus if you're like, oh, we're doing Sunday brunch. What should I make? She's got all of them there and you can just find the recipes and, and then make them. So let's see what I have marked in here. Ooh, this one's really good. This was like one of the first things that I made out of this cookbook because I used to like tuna fish sandwiches and my mom did. And I was like, what am I going to do without it? Well, it's easy. You just make this. It's called Save the Tuna Salad on Rye. And it's just exactly like tuna salad. And you put it on a sandwich and it's so good. It's made out of like almonds and sunflower seeds and then your traditional ingredients for tuna. Um, this is another one. I've made this before. Um, it's so good. Beetroot ravioli with cashew cream cheese. So it's like a little bit more of like a fancier recipe, but so good. So good. She's super creative too. I love her. She's kind of like my, she's like my like hero. I look up to her a lot. I just like her like vibe and her energy. And she was just one of the first people that just like, I was like, I want to be like her. I want to start blogging about food. I want to start a YouTube channel. So she was really one of my biggest inspirations. I don't know if I'd be here doing this without her. So She's awesome. 
And then the dessert I have marked is a raw apple spiced rum shortcake with maple vanilla glaze. Mm, it's like a raw little rum apple deal. Like so good. So like I said, they're healthy recipes, but they like don't always taste super healthy, which is like my favorite way to eat. Like I like eating healthy because it makes me feel good and I know I'm treating my body right. But like sometimes I want to I want to eat something really indulgent. So I like that cookbook because it kind of allows for both. Alrighty. On her website, just so you know, is chriscarr.com. So I'll have links again for all of this stuff, purchase links, websites, all of that stuff in the show notes. So check that out if you're interested. So number nine on my list is Vegan Yak Attack on the go. I love Vegan Yak Attack. I know I'm probably saying this about all of them, but I seriously love Jackie Sobon. I think that's how you pronounce her name. So this is written by Jackie Sobon. It came out last year. She has several other cookbooks, but this on the go one save your life, let me tell you. So it's all about plant-based recipes for your fast-paced vegan lifestyle. Everything's really quick and easy and portable. You can make ahead of time. And like I said, she's just one of, been one of my favorites for years. Like, I don't know. She's just got such good vibes and energy. And I just really, really, I just connect with her and resonate with her on in so many levels. And when she first went vegan around seven or eight years ago, I actually think we went vegan like right around the same time, which could be another reason why I just feel like kind of connected with her. So when she first went vegan, she worked full time as a design engineer in a boring office with a boring lunchroom. If that sounds familiar to you then you can resonate with her as well. And there was no such thing as vegan freezer meals back then. Like, I remember those years. There were not the best vegan options back then. Like, things have... If you're just now going vegan, you are lucky. Because eight years ago, it was weird. It was weird. So, her mission with this book was to give you a wide variety of meals that are fun, tasty, and quick to put together. And she also has chapters that will literally help you eat on the go. And the recipes in those chapters are portable, they can be prepped ahead of time, or you can keep them, on, keep them on hand while you're traveling to make your life easier. So it's all about on the go, fast paced lifestyle, which is why I included this. I haven't made anything out of here. I checked this out from the library, so I don't even own this one. I'm gonna buy it. I just, well, yeah. I'm trying to reduce the amount of stuff that I buy. I'm trying to reduce the amount of yeah, stuff that I have. But if I, I'm going to make some of the stuff out of here and if I like it, I'm going to buy it because I love her stuff. So let's see what some of the stuff I marked in here. We've got a cheesy chickpea scramble. Ooh, that sounds good. This sounds so good for breakfast. And so just, mm. so if you like sweet breakfast, this is like a creamy berryful polenta. So she's got like the delicious polenta and then it's topped with like berries and cream. Again, like healthy and delicious and easy. She's got beastly cauliflower breakfast burritos that you can make ahead of time and then just take with you. And mm, who doesn't love themselves a good breakfast burrito? I know I love me a good breakfast burrito. Maple pumpkin or pumpkin maple donut holes. Mm. She's got like a good idea for like rainbow fruit smoothie jars. So you just kind of put everything in the jar and then in the morning dump it into the blender. So it's a nice way to kind of, if you're in a hurry and don't have a ton of time, you can make those. Coconut curry sweet potato noodles. Her recipes are good. She also does some work for Veg News Magazine. I think the most recent episode or um, volume or I don't know what it's called. Magazine? I don't know. I don't know what it's called. Um, issue. Thank you. <laughs> issue that just came out. Um, I think her photos on the cover. I think she does photos for them and comes up with recipes. So if you are a subscriber to Veg News Magazine or you have some, you'll probably have seen her recipes before because they're... They're amazing. So she's got the smoky greens with red beans and grits. That sounds so good. Ugh, everything in here. I have a lot marked in here too because everything sounds so good. What's this one? Ooh, I like this one. Um, asparagus omelet in a bag. So again, I think you just toss everything into a bag and then just like cook it on the stove. So it might even be something I think that you can make ahead of time. Yeah, you can make it ahead of time and you'd have it in your little bag or Tupperware and then pop it into your skillet and good to go. So this is good. If you're just like fast paced, if you're busy all the time and you just need something a little bit quicker, things that are portable, that's why I included this in this list because some of this other stuff, especially like the Gaz Oakley cookbooks, um, that's not stuff that's like super fast, super accessible for most people and not probably great for on the go. So if you're needing that kind of stuff, which I know a lot of people are, check this out. Jackie is amazing. And check out her website too. Her website is veganyakattack.com. She's great. Okay, number 10. This is my last one. My last one on the list is the No Meat Athlete Cookbook by Matt Frazier and Stephanie Romine. Romine. 
R-O-M-I-N-E. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but Matt Frazier's awesome. This came out in 2017. It was named one of the top seven health and fitness books of 2017 by Sports Illustrated and People Magazine. And it's a, focused on whole food, plant-based recipes to fuel your workouts and the rest of your life. And this is why I've included this. I've recently been really into this kind of way of eating because I have recently started lifting weights really consistently at the gym. Well, not recently. It started last July. Um, lifting super heavy weights, just really trying to get stronger. And I want to make sure that I'm fueling my body with the things that it needs, especially because I'm burning so many more calories than I was when I was just mostly sedentary. So I checked this out from the library. I don't own this cookbook yet. This is another one that I checked out from the library. And I was going to include at number 10, the Forks Over Knives cookbook, because it is, let me show you. I own this one and I really like this cookbook, but I didn't include it because there's no pictures. Again, I mean, there's some in the middle, but for the most part, it's just like, you know, recipes without pictures. And for, it's just kind of hard to get inspired to want to make a recipe when you don't see the picture. So it made me realize that my next ebook that comes out, I'm going to have pictures. Even if it takes me a year to do, I'm going to get pictures taken and they're going to look good because the ebook that I have out now or the ebooks that I have out now don't have any photos because I'm not the best at food styling. I don't really love it. And the lighting in my house is awful. Um, so I was going to include this and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to check out that no meat athlete cookbook because I've made some recipes from his website before. And they're really, really, really good. So, um, but I included this one because it has pictures and it is designed specifically for athletes. So if you're an athlete, um, I wanted to have something on here for you so that you felt like that you were being listened to, because I know there are a lot of athletes and even more athletes are starting to go vegan because of how beneficial it is. Um, and the, like the results they're seeing and the, your recovery time really improves. Your cells aren't being as stressed out. So you have more energy to, to work out. And it's just, if, if you're an athlete and you haven't tried a whole food vegan diet yet, then I highly recommend doing it. You will probably notice like huge, huge gains in your, in your whatever kind of workout you're doing. Um, so everything is really quick and easy and family friendly. He started his blog, which is called No Meat Athlete back in 2009, and it quickly blossomed into a devoted global community and the internet's most trafficked and trusted source for all things No Meat Athlete. Some of his recipes do include oil, um, but there's an oil-free option where you literally just omit it and use like vegetable broth or water instead when he does. So it'll say like oil-free option and then it'll give you that option. So a lot of athletes don't like eating oil because it really is just pure fat with no nutrients or fiber or anything. So if you're one of those people and don't want to cook with oil, there are options without that in here. Same with the Forks Over Knives cookbook. I don't think they ever use oil. And if they do, there's kind of like a substitute for it. So um, let's see some of the stuff I marked in here. Savory oatmeal. I think I marked this in every book that had it because I love it so much and I never make it, but just like a savory twist on oatmeal. So if you like oatmeal, but you're more of like a savory breakfast person, he, oops. Sorry if I am bumping the microphone during this. It's kind of hard to like show you guys and look through this without trying to make noise. I need to get like a boom, like a microphone stand for my mic so it's not on my table. We're doing our best as we got it. Um, he's got this thing called a rise and shine salad, which I love the idea of salad for breakfast or just more vegetables included in your breakfast. Um, loaded spaghetti squash. Everything just looks like really healthy and whole, but like delicious. So... Like I said, I've tried some of his recipes, nothing out of this cookbook, but everything's really flavorful and healthy, which is what I'm looking for. He's got this creamy herb hemp dressing, which sounds so good with like hemp seeds and parsley, scallions and dill and mm, creamy dressings. I love me some healthy, creamy dressings. Baked tempeh nuggets. Children would probably love those. <laughs> And they're a lot better for you than chicken nuggets. So, ooh, I forgot I marked this. I have recently got into matcha, like, so hardcore. I'm going to film a recipe video for my channel this week, um, a matcha nice cream recipe. And I forgot this was in here. It's like a frozen matcha latte. Mm. If you don't know what matcha is, it's just, like, green tea leaves that have been dried and then ground into a super, super fine powder. And, oh, my God, it's so good. I love matcha so much. <laughs> Okay, another thing that I wanted to show you guys were these strawberry shortcake rice bites because it sounds like a really good healthy option for dessert, especially for kids. There's like sushi, but they're sweet. I think it's made with like coconut milk and strawberries. Like that's so smart. I want to try that. I love like creamy, anything creamy and strawberry, like strawberry shortcake. So good. A cilantro coconut pesto. 
I love pesto, especially now that summer's coming up. Like, I'm going to eat so much pesto. And coconut cilantro, that just that sounds like such a good combo. Um, and he has a really good recipe for a beer cheese dip that I highlighted that I really want to make. What's this last one? Sweet red beans. Oh, yeah. This recipe I really wanted to make. It's like a sweet version of adzuki beans. And I've never really cooked with adzuki beans before. But it's like adzuki beans, vanilla, water, maple syrup, and salt. You just cook them together and it looks like a sweet version. And you can try them with like chia seed pudding or with that matcha latte. So if you're looking something for something a little bit more catered towards athletes, then check out the No Meat Athlete Cookbook or his website. And I also wanted to mention this cookbook, which I just realized is a thing. And I just started going through it. Like I'm like that far going through it, like a few pages. I just got it yesterday or a couple days ago from the library. It's called Forks Over Knives Flavor. And this one might've gone into my top 10 if I had more time and knew it existed because it's like a Forks Over Knives cookbook, but it has pictures. Like it's, it's got pictures, like really nice looking pictures. So again, it's like a really healthy way of eating the Forks Over Knives style way, really whole food, plant-based, plant-based, um, no oil really ever. And if they do, then there's usually a, a way to kind of omit it. But like, it's got like buffalo cauliflower. I haven't really, I didn't mark anything in here cause I haven't gone through everything yet. But if you're interested in kind of another cookbook that is focused on whole foods, plant-based, really healthy, then check out this Forks Over Knives flavor. So I was going to include Forks Over Knives in my top 10, but then I found that No Meat Athlete cookbook and I was like, mm, I just like this better for some reason. So that's my top 10. I have a lot that I really, really like, but those are like my top 10. So if you're needing some cookbooks, you're needing some inspiration, I would check all 10 of those out from the library. Again, that's like a really good like zero waste or low impact way of using these cookbooks. If you don't want to go buy them, spend all the money and use all the paper up, go check them out or ask online, like maybe find like a vegan group in your area on Facebook and like, hey, does anyone have any of these cookbooks that I could borrow? And borrow a cookbook. You can go to the thrift stores in your area. I've found like a lot of these I actually did find at thrift stores, at least a couple of them. And a lot of my other vegan cookbooks I found at thrift stores. And you can also do like a cookbook swap, which I've never done, but it kind of sounds like a good idea. Like, hey, let's get together and swap our cookbooks, like ones that I don't use anymore, ones that you don't use anymore. Maybe we'll find ones that we want. And that could be another kind of like low impact, zero waste way to to get some of these cookbooks that you're interested in. And I did want to mention my own ebook. Um, it's only five bucks, so I'm not like trying to promote anything major here, but I do have an ebook. I already let you know it doesn't have photos in it, which I'm going to work on that for next time, but it's only five bucks. It's called the Healthy Vegan Starter Kit. It's up on my website and it has two weeks of meal plans, more than 20 healthy, delicious, and affordable vegan recipes, grocery lists to go with all the meal plans and more. And some of the recipes include cookie dough raw nola, my favorite burrito bowls with a cilantro lime sour cream, and a raw pad thai. So there's a wide variety in there. Everything's really healthy, no oil, no refined sugar, exactly the way that I eat, and it's only five bucks. So I'll have a link for that, or you can go to my website, kristenpound.com, and you'll see a little thing that says vegan starter kit. Click on that. You can get it, and you'll be all set to go with some of my favorite recipes. You can also check out my YouTube channel, which is Kristen Pound. And for those of you that don't know, it's E-N, K-R-I-S-T-E-N. And I have recipes, lots of healthy recipes on there. And I'm going to be publishing even more recipes and videos and all that stuff, uploading, publishing, I don't know what it's called on YouTube, uploading, releasing, a lot more stuff coming up in the next little bit. I'm going to do a video every week. At least that's my goal, a podcast every other week. So make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, Kristen Pound, and go follow me on Instagram too. It's just kristen.pound. Come follow me. Come say hi. Like I said, I love connecting with you guys. Go follow How to Vegan Podcast on Instagram too. Don't forget to like take a little screenshot as you're listening to this and then share it with your people. Be like, hey, if you're looking for cookbooks, go listen to this podcast. Help me spread the little vegan message and get the word out about the podcast because I think it's such a good, helpful podcast that's kind of needed out there. It's not like a chitty, chatty, back and forth podcast. It really is just like an encyclopedia of information. So if you're a new or aspiring vegan or if you've been vegan for a while, you can kind of come to the How to Vegan podcast, find a topic that you're looking for, listen to the episode, and you are going to know that you're getting great information from a certified health coach. So I really hope you liked this episode. It was a little bit longer, but I wanted to kind of, instead of just 
spouting off information. I really wanted to kind of show you some of the recipes in there. So again, if you're listening to this and you want to see the pictures and stuff I was showing, then go over to YouTube and um, give this little video a like and give it a comment so that I know you listen to it. And go follow the How to Vegan podcast on Instagram. I'm reading like my outro notes right now, making sure I'm saying everything. So sorry if I'm repeating, but like I said, it's been a minute since I've done a podcast. So I'm just making sure I'm checking all the boxes. Like I said before, go leave a rating and a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts so more people see the podcast and it kind of gets pushed up there. I would love for this podcast to be like the vegan podcast that people know about and go to when they're like learning to go vegan. So help me spread the word. It would really, really mean a lot. And if you have any ideas for an episode, go leave a comment on one of my YouTube videos or on one of my Instagram posts, or you can send me a message and I'll add it to my list because I love helping you guys out with episodes that you think would be good. And you guys have such good ideas too. So lastly, all of the links will be included. Everything I mentioned, you can go buy these on Amazon. You can um, go find the websites, the Instagrams for everybody. I'll have links for everything in the show notes slash description. Um, so you can just like expand wherever you're listening to this pod, listening, the, listen, wherever you're listening to this podcast on. I don't know how to say that right now. However you're listening to this podcast, you can like open up the description um, or the show notes or the show more and you'll find all the links. And if you just need like a cleaner, easier place to go, again, just go to kristenpound.com forward slash podcast and you'll find everything that you need there. All the episodes are listed. You can find everything that I mentioned really nice and neat there. The YouTube link, the links for all of the, you know, if you want to listen to it on Spotify, I mean, everything's there. So if you need a good jumping off point, just go to my website and click on the podcast tab and you will be good to go. So thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I've missed you guys. I'm so glad that we're back together. We're back doing episodes again. And I'm not sure what the next episode's going to be yet. I think, I think I, I can't remember what it was going to be about. I was totally going to like promote it on here and I can't remember what it's going to be out, be about, but it's going to be a good one, like all of them. So yeah, I'm going to stop rambling. I just missed this, so this is really fun, but I hope you have a really, really good night. It's nighttime right now. That's why I said that, but you might be listening to this not at night. So whatever time of day it is, I hope you're having a good day. Please share this podcast with anybody that you think might enjoy it. And I'll just catch you guys in the next episode of the How to Vegan podcast.